Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Some years ago, I read a few biographies about William Wilberforce, and they didn't strike me as being enough of an emotional impact. The story of William Wilberforce is astonishing and powerful, and all of the biographies that I read left me a little bit flat. They certainly told the story of his life, but they missed the drama, is how it felt to me anyway. Then there was a time where my beloved home city, which is not quite where I live, but it's the nearest city of any real size to me, Charlottesville, Virginia, had a really distressing situation with violence and protests and anger. And I I was looking at the photos um, the, the day after the event and there was a man and he had a Nazi tattoo on his pale skin. And I was just so grieved that someone would be that filled with hate. And I was looking at other photos and just this deep grief of how the world is so broken welled up inside of me. And I thought, okay, it's time for me to write the Wilberforce book that has been kind of just at the back of my mind for probably a decade or more now. And so I sat down and over the course of a few days, I wrote it all out. And I had had experience writing free verse poetry for a few years at that point. I did my best to write a poem a day for a pretty extended period of time. So I had the, the sense of rhythm already kind of in my bones. I was ready to move forward with that. And so when it came time to write Wilberforce, it flowed out of me and You know, it didn't win the Newbery Medal, though I submitted it and wished that it had. But in any case, the the power of the book surprised me because when it was time for me to edit it um, a few months later, I I read it over the course of two evenings. It took me a little bit of time because I was making changes and. I read the ending and I burst into tears. It did not feel like I had written it. It felt like I had forgotten the ending. I had forgotten the power. So I love that book, One Voice, The Story of William Wilberforce. It's available at sunlight.com. So when I first met Bob Perry, I sent him that book because there was a part where I wanted him to see that I had actually written a book before and that I wasn't just a random person reaching out. So he said the second time we talked, he was like, Amy, this is really good. And I was like, oh, thank you. It didn't win the Newberry. <laughs> Sad times. But anyway, I, I so appreciated that it, it really is a beautiful book. Anyway, Bob and I were talking to our friend, Nicole, and she, we somehow mentioned the Wilberforce book and I had sent her a copy as well. And she said, Amy, that was so good. I cried and cried. Or maybe she said, I bawled my eyes out, but something to the effect of there were many tears. And Bob said, oh my goodness, Nicole, when I first read that book, I thought what I want is I want a poetic treatment like this of Revelation 4 and 5. And I looked at him and I said, Bob, you never once mentioned that in all like the year and a half that I've known you, this has never once come up. And he, he said, yeah, I know. I I just didn't want to try to force something. And so here's what happened behind the scenes in that year and a half. We tried to write a whole bunch of different books. None of them really worked out. 
In November, Bob happens to mention in the middle of a prayer that he had made a vow that he wanted Revelation 4 and 5 to be his first book. Somehow he had just never mentioned this to me. So I was like, okay, well then let's make sure that's the first book because you're a man of prayer and if you vow something, the Lord is probably going to honor your vow. And so when he... So then he sent me all of his notes and recordings and all these different things. We talked it out. And as I looked over all of the different papers and such, I thought the reality is this really would be better as a book of free verse poems than it would as kind of a paragraph prose explanation or commentary. And I mentioned this to Bob. He didn't say a word. Other than like, oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Okay. I wrote the first draft. I edited it pretty heavily. I was surprised when I went back to rewrite or to write the um, emails talking about the book, how many of the poems, actually all of them, had been changed from when I first wrote them to the way they appear in the printed work. But no, Bob still didn't mention anything about how this was his dreamed of format, not until he had the book in his hands and we were talking to our friend Nicole. So there you go. Lord, thank you that you hear the cries of our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that you (laughs) give us companions who are beautiful along the way. Thank you, Lord, that you bring things to fruition in their time. Lord, I think about how when I first read a Wilberforce book, I thought, oh, this, this could be better. Like this could be more dramatic. And that you put that dream in my heart that didn't come to bear for another, I don't know, 12, 14, 16 years. And yet it was there. And so Lord, thank you that you make things beautiful in your time. And we ask for any dream that is coming close to its fruition time right now, that you would breathe on it, that you would be glorified, and that we just are excited, Lord, for the dreams that you're about to birth in this world. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.